Welcome to the Midnight Spill podcast. This is our Christmas episode for today. I'm your host, Amelia Berry, otherwise known as MK. And I'm Anse Qualio, otherwise known as Anne's. And today we have a couple of Christmas holiday little topics to talk about for those who celebrate Christmas. Woo! Listen, okay, Christmas is right around the corner. We are filming this on Friday. It will be out Saturday the 23rd, two Which days. Which is uh, the day before uh, Christmas Eve, I believe. Mm-hmm. Two days before Christmas, y'all. We are cutting so it close. We did, in a way, get to make it for Christmas. We did. We did. Even if it's our second episode, uh, it's fine. We did, we did. Okay. I do want to make a little disclaimer before we move on to our little segments. Um, if you could not tell, last um, podcast, which was our first, was very all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was a lot that we needed to cut out, but little do you know, we cut out so much already. Yeah. That if we, I can imagine if we just posted the raw, unedited version, it would have probably been about five hours long. <laughs> Honestly, no, so because at, you guys getting two hours is like, is like a it's, blessing. It's a blessing, truly. I think for upcoming podcasts, we're going to try to set a timer Yes. for each segment so we don't get, you know, too carried away or anything like that. So if y'all hear me, if y'all hear me, like, start to steer the conversation away, it's because we've been, like, 20 minutes per segment, and I'm like, y'all, we gotta cut. So, which segment did you say you wanted to do first? Oh, uh, I think we just, we just start off with our nostalgic holiday traditions and heartwarming memories. Oh my gosh, so Hallmark of us. It is, it is. All I'm saying, y'all. We, by we, I mean Ansley, because she's so much more professional at this than me. She wrote down in her notes app and sent the plan to me. So do you want to start us off? Sure, sure. Okay, okay. I'm going to talk to y'all right now about one. A Christmas memory, and then she'll talk to you about a Christmas memory, and then I'm going to talk about a Christmas tradition, and she'll talk about a Christmas tradition, and then we'll talk about our favorite Christmas movies to wrap up this little segment. Okay, so here's my little Christmas memory. One year, I think it was last year, might have been two years ago, one year my friends and I, we went on a holiday drive on December 1st, and we just blasted, we blasted Mariah Carey for like an hour down the street because she had defrosted. And it's a whole inside joke. Yes, uh, it's a whole inside joke between some of my friends that like we act like it's a horror movie. Once we start hearing Mariah Carey, it's like we walk into the gym at our school and we hear Mariah Carey and we're like, "Shh, she's defrosting," like a whole horror movie trailer. As you hear the da na 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 in the back, amazing. Ten out of ten. All right, would you like to go? Yeah. Um, so for my uh, Christmas memory, this one is just so me core. Like, this is exactly. It's so her. So, one of my most prominent Christmas memories was I wanted, I think, hmm, I would say this was 2019, I believe, but that's just a guess. 
I wanted a Chanel perfume, right? As, you know, the coquette icon I am. Period. I wanted a Chanel perfume, but obviously it being Chanel, it (laughs) wasn't going to be cheap. And so instead, I asked for a bar of soap also from Chanel, that was the same scent as the perfume. And so for Christmas, I got a bar of soap. But it was a Chanel bar of soap, so it's different, okay? It's different! (laughs) Yes, okay. But, plot twist, Valentine's Day next year, as in the year after I got the bar of soap, I ended up buying the perfume for myself, you know, because I love me more than any man could. Ugh, such a slay, such a slay! Which is a very iconic way of saying I'm single. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Don't hit her up. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that was my standout Christmas memory. Period. Alright, Christmas traditions, y'all. So every year, we do something, we did it last night. We do something called the Colio Christmas, because my last name is Colio, and we go to my dad's side of the family's, my grandma, we go to her house, and we open presents and we have Christmas there, a couple days before Christmas, because on Christmas itself, she doesn't come over, and she wants to have Christmas memories with us. <sighs> so like, I got, <laughs> amazing, amazing, I got two Monster High dolls, because I love collecting dolls, specifically Monster High. No, I'm not I a child. I used to. I used to. I miss it, though. They're so gorgeous. They're so stunning. They're, ugh, amazing. Uh, I got, I got Splatoon 3, and I've been playing it with my friend. Love it. So fun. MK does not know what that is. Attack her. No, but I'm so happy for you, sweetie. Exactly. And I got the best gifts anyone could ever ask for. I got a I Am Knuff sweatshirt, y'all. Yes! It's the way that she was, like, bringing it out to show me over FaceTime, and I already knew Yes! Just by the tie-dye print. I was like, yeah! Yes! It's Knopf! I am Knopf. I have the power of Ryan Gosling on my side! Oh my god, yes, Ryan. Period. 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 Alright, go ahead. So, my Christmas tradition, I kind of have, in a way, too. Kind of. And it's both, like, a Christmas Eve tradition. So, in a way, I kind of have something similar to your Polio family Christmas. So, on Christmas Eve, we go over to um, one of my aunt and uncle's places because my uncle, he has to work Christmas, which should be illegal. Ugh. My gosh. federal prison. Ew. And so, he isn't able to um, celebrate with us on Christmas Day. So, Christmas Eve, we go over to their place um, just to have, like, a Christmas Eve dinner and hang out a little bit. But also every Christmas Eve, which I think this is a pretty common thing, every Christmas Eve we get, like, matching family pajamas. Sometimes we'll get them for the dogs, too, which is adorable. Amazing. 10 out of 10. Yesterday I sent her a video of my dog, Mimi, in her little Christmas sweater. My parents, it was so cute. My parents call it a quimiqueta because they're cringy. <laughs> So, yeah, if this was a visual podcast, then I would have to insert a picture, but it's cute. 
okay? We would do a family picture underneath our Christmas tree, and it's all of us and the dogs in our matching pajamas. Oh, my God. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, can't say it anymore. Lastly, we have our favorite Christmas movie. So, mm-hmm. honestly, when I wrote this out, I wasn't thinking about it, but we were talking about it a little bit later. Would y'all count season one of Stranger Things as a Christmas season because, like, the holiday that it's centered around it is Christmas? Place during Christmas time, so I would count it. Personally. Like, the last episode happens on Christmas, like the end of it. I yeah. personally count it, but I know some people would disagree because it's Stranger Things and it's like, oh, the whole Die Hard thing. Yeah, which we will mention later. Yeah, but my, my for real favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone and Home Alone 2! are so good yes kevin uh we're big ahs fans so mickey mickey the girls who get it get it the girls who get it get it if y'all haven't seen ahs watch it right now anyways not the plug so <laughs> uh, only the first two home alones the other ones are awful i haven't seen the other ones i've only seen the first two that's actually. a good thing you've blessed your eyes <laughs> you said you're not no, you're not. They're god awful, including the one that came out like two years ago. Awful, disgusting, yeah, atrocious. There were recent like reboots, which Mm-mm. is a little insane. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Disgusting, disgusting, atrocious. My <laughs> gosh, I apologize to all y'all's ears. These are really the only movies that I can watch that are Christmas themed because one, mm-hmm. who's watching Hallmark beside my grandma? Not me. Also, like Rudolph the Reindeer, all those movies I've seen too many times, and it's just. They're so repetitive, yeah. and I hate repetition. And they're all the same movie, and I, I can't deal. I can't. Yeah, the problem with, like, Christmas and Halloween movies, which please don't come for me on this, it's just my opinion. I just feel like every year, uh, like, um, what is FedEx? Not FedEx! FedEx! <laughs> FedEx! I think I'm trying to think of, like, Freeform or something. FX? Like, who FX, made AHS? Like, uh, the classic Christmas and Halloween movies every single year. And although they are classics, I get do get what you mean about repetition and all that. When it comes to Halloween movies, I don't count Halloween movies as Halloween movies. I count horror movies as Halloween movies. So on Halloween, right. I'll watch, I don't know, Nightmare on Elm Street or something. Mm-hmm. You will not be catching me watching Nightmare Before Christmas. By the way! Do we think Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? This is the debate, y'all. This is the debate. It is. You have to say, I would count it as both. I would count it as both. Putin is the Christmas king. I know everyone thinks that he's, like, burnt out and not popular anymore, and he hasn't had any good ideas since the 90s, but shut up. We saw Wednesday. We saw Wednesday. That was a... Listen, <laughs> we, we don't talk about Wednesday, okay? We don't guys, talk about Wednesday. Don't come for us in the comments, please. please. I can please. hear your keyboards typing. He raised me. I love him. I'll never not support him. The end. <laughs> Period. Listen, the only good thing that came from Wednesday was Jenna Ortega looking fine as hell. She looks so good. I'm glad that she's getting the recognition she deserves. Period. Anyways, this is not a Wednesday, a Wednesday podcast. No! Ew! Disgusting. Again, I pray for y'all's eardrums. Anyways, my favorite Christmas movie. Backtracking to Die Hard. Obviously, my dad 
is a diehard fan. And so I think last Christmas we watched the first one. This month we watched the second one. Cute. I assume we'll make it a tradition in the future. But yeah, he considers it a Christmas movie because it took place at a Christmas party. My dad does stuff. too. And so I made him watch one of my favorite movies, American Psycho. Period. Yes, feel free to judge. Listen, <laughs> she might be the world's number one Christian Bale fan. Listen. <laughs> Listen. But yeah, I made him watch that and I made a joke saying, oh, this is my favorite Christmas movie because there is a scene in the movie where they are at a Christmas party. So that is, that's my running joke. But we're talking like, you know, a legit Christmas movie that I would probably say Disney's Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Period. Which, oh my God, was it that obvious? Listen, I love that movie. It's for a few reasons. It's for a few reasons. One, obviously, the Nutcracker is just an iconic part of Christmas, whether you're a lover of the arts or not. Yeah, it is the movie with um, Mackenzie Foy and Kira Knightley. Yeah, uh, another reason why I like it is because it's pretty rare for me to see um, movies or TV shows or even like um, fashion photo shoots use real dancers for um, dance related things. Like we all know the whole uh, ballet core coquette, you know, vibe, which that is controversial amongst dancers such as myself. We all see those and it's honestly, it's a little annoying because there's so many dancers in the world that need jobs and money and they're just using models to do all that. But I love Nutcracker and the Four Realms because they did use real dancers for their dance sequences and any dancer, especially dancers of color, know Misty Copeland. Period. Icon. She's a legend, guys. And she is a very main plot part of the movie. So I think that's great. Icon. Ugh, amazing. We love Mackenzie Foy. Listen, okay? Yes, Renesme. Yes. <laughs> and yes, Renesme. We could go on rants about Twilight, okay? But y'all aren't my therapist. You need to find a Twilight segment one day. Oh, please, dude. It would just be like an hour of me ranting like I rant to my therapist. Because I do rant to my therapist about Twilight. So, yeah. So, I think that this is the end of the segment. I think that's all we had. To yeah. Okay. So, see you I in a minute. I think we will see you guys next for somewhat of another Christmas-related topic for Talks. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll see y'all in a minute after this short break. Welcome back to the Midnightsville podcast. Yep, we're still going to do it. Welcome to our segment, Tay Talks. Yes, that's right. Taylor Swift Talks. We know that Fearless comes after debut. But since this is a Christmas episode, we wanted to discuss Christmas Tree Farm. Exactly, exactly. And since that's like her only for real Christmas song, we thought, oh, the segment's going to be a little short. So we're also going to talk about her merch for Christmas Tree Farm. And maybe just do a little merch plug because she definitely needs it. (laughs) I don't know if that's sarcastic or not. It was sarcastic. (laughs) 
I literally know that one of my Christmas gifts is uh, the purple Speak Now vinyl, <laughs> but she definitely needs more money. No, we, okay, I know I'm getting off track, but we've all seen, we have time, go ahead, meme, we've all seen that meme of her tipping $100 bills, <laughs> you're right, that's how much she needs money, y'all, exactly, exactly, y'all, someone Venmo her, cash out, so if you guys um, want to see more merch review in, in future episodes, let us know, but yeah, I yeah. think we're just going to discuss Christmas Tree Farm. Do you want to get into it? Yeah. We decided to discuss about family, romance, nostalgia, and the Christmas spirit as she grew up on her father's Christmas Tree Farm. Correct? Yeah. If you watched the actual music video and not the lyric video like I did about three minutes ago. Three seconds ago. <laughs> exactly. Because I have not heard it. She hadn't heard it, so I pulled up the lyric video. It was a vibe. If you watch the actual music video, however, it shows a lot of pictures of her as a child on this farm. Baby Tay, very, very cute. This song obviously has a lot of themes like, oh, um, Me Under the Mistletoe, stuff like that. Even though it's not necessarily like a love song. It's the themes of Christmas and all on a Christmas tree farm because she grew up there, which I think is pretty cool. It's so Hallmark core. It's so Hallmark core. Okay. Are y'all ready to hear about this amazing 10 out of 10 merchandise? I know y'all are. For a whopping $15, we have three hair ties. Three like, hair ties? It's three hair ties. I was waiting for you to say, like, an ornament or something. No. Three hair ties for $15. One that's red. This is Taylor Swift. One that's white that says Christmas tree farm in the font, and one that's black that says TS. Yep. I mean, she knows her brand. She knows the brand. Like we said, she needs the money. Exactly, exactly. So, next we have a Christmas tree farm notebook for $35. Because um, what's like the design? So it's red and it has like red and green snowflakes kind of all over it, and in the middle there's like a white stripe that says like Christmas tree farm in the font, and it has a little red bookmark. Just a little, a little cute Taylor Swift notebook. Cutesy little thing for thirty five dollars. Um, yeah, I saw another um, holiday inspired notebook, and it was um, Evermore. Mm. It was uh, Tis the Damn Season, write this down. Tis the Damn Season. That's a good song. Staying at your parents' house. Anyways, okay. Next, for $25, we have a keychain. For $25, y'all, a keychain. <laughs> That's nice. And it's, it's like, ooh! Hold on. Okay, so it's, I didn't know it would let me see the back. It's letting me see the back. So it's a it's like a very shiny kind of off white, not yet silver, and it has the Christmas tree farm Taylor Swift in the middle, and it looks like a little notebook. I think it's openable, and on the back it has a little Christmas tree and X's. Cute. That's kind of cute. Okay, next. For but these are like little trinkets for people who can't afford like you know a hundred dollar hoodie or something. Yeah. So you get a twenty five dollar keychain. Yeah. She promotes to fans of all financial struggle. Absolutely, absolutely. So, 
next for $25 as well. She has her little Christmas tree farm phone case, which I, I actually think is cute. It's, it's like a nice pretty forest green. It has like the the snowflake red and green design on it. And it says Christmas tree farm in red. It has it in the middle. It's it's very just, you know, Christmas tree farm. But it's a, it's a cute little phone case. It's one of her more basic phone cases. But nonetheless, it's there. And it's a phone case. And I think it's cute. And finally, for a whopping... 20 bucks under the mistletoe washing the fire glow ornament. Oh, an ornament. That's nice. Yes, it's very cute. Okay, it's like the little thing that you would use to put on the tree. It's red and it says T-Swift. Um, the actual ornament is like kind of shaped like an oval, a horizontal oval. It says under the mistletoe watching the fire glow. And it's like a dice dark green. It has mistletoe on it. And the back is the Christmas tree farm logo. Yep. Uh, That's. Merch for like um, just kind of a simple single. Exactly. Exactly. It's cute. I think we should separate merch sections for albums if you want to just shop like um just like your like like your favorite album will have its own little merch shop. <sighs> yeah. Also, when you go to it, it's like it's like snow falling on the screen. I think that's cute. Yeah, that is very aesthetic. I think we should do another album. I think we should, since we still have so much time. She doesn't have, I don't think, any... De- oh, she does have debut merch! Really? She has debut merch. Y'all. Debut so forgotten. The picture, the picture is like her and she has green in her hair. This is cute. This is cute. Well, it's only two items. Would you like to know? Sure. Okay, so for $35, we have a guitar pick set for all our little our little guitar fans. It's a little it's like a little box that says Taylor Swift on it and it's made of wood and there are three guitar picks. One that says they're all, the guitar picks are like this very like light teal shade of blue, like what you would imagine debut like its color look like. Uh, it says, like, in a little red font, Taylor Swift, and it's a little snowflake. In yellow, it says, All I Think About at Night. And in blue, it says, He's the Song in the Car. I think that's cute. I think it's very Gosh, nice. And then she has, for $65, a crew neck. And it says, it's a picture of her. It's, it's in the same blue. It's a picture of her with her little guitar. And it says, The only thing that keeps me wishing on a wishing star. It's That's very cute. cute. And then it says her I name. I can imagine that the uh, debut merch store will be a lot more full when debut TV comes out. I agree. I agree. Because I know it's only two so things. For all the debut fans, no worries. No worries. Um, debut green or teal blue. Ants and I were just discussing like what the official colors for the eras are because some are more obvious but others i didn't know like local and evermore i did not know but should we talk about it real quick yeah sure we can go through it even though it's kind of completely unrelated listen i don't think it matters it's our podcast our rules exactly this is our house we made the rules exactly this is our place. We make the rules. Period. Okay. So, for let's see, let's see, let's see. How to find it, y'all? Because I don't want to get stuff wrong. Okay. For debut, it's like teal slash blue green. 
kind of yeah, obvious. For fearless, it's gold. Yeah, gold or yellow was what my imagination was. Speak now is like a violet, indigo, very purple. Yes. Red is blue, obviously. obviously. No, red is red. 1989 is like a, like a nice sky, light blue. Sky, crystal skies. Reputation is black. Lover is pastel pink. Yes, yes. And just pastels in general, but specifically pink. Folklore is gray and emerald. Okay, I thought it was. I thought it was gray. That was where my imagination. Yeah. Was. Gray and emerald. It's gray and emerald. Some people say it's a uh, white. I personally don't see white, but you know. Okay, Evermore is a burnt orange slash tan. Yeah, I thought it was like a, a rust vibe. Yes, and Midnight is navy blue. Or midnight. It's we will definitely make up for the short segment next episode because we will be discussing the fearless era, so we can get excited for that. Exactly. And if y'all want to send us a Christmas present, send us the bejeweled bracelet, please. Bejeweled bracelet. Period. Best to leave for still bejeweled. Yeah. Definitely one of my favorite of her songs. Exactly. So I guess we'll see y'all in boy shit. Bye-bye. Welcome back to the Midnight Spill podcast. Welcome to our segment, Boy Shit. I love how we tell them it's the Midnight Spill podcast. I'm not stopping. <laughs> Make that merch. Welcome to the Midnight Spill podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, this is this is going to be part two to our Floridian Scrub Lizard drama. <laughs> Yep, yep, you heard it here first. And I heard one of my friends texted me the entirety of our Floridian Scrub Lizard and was like, this is so good. And I was like, I know, babe, I know. So, so, are you ready to continue? I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Yep, go ahead. This is pretty much until we get to where I come in with my, I don't want to say relationship. (laughs) until i get to know um slid you're mostly gonna be talking yeah okay so the day after i get back like i get back from our church trip i get back and literally next day mk comes and picks me up and we go on a summer beach trip for about how long was like five days Uh, about a week and it was for my birthday it was was definitely late because we had a couple postponing problems (sighs) it was miserable someone pray somebody real quick pray for mk's mother she gets she gets attacked by the universe every day every single time the universe really has it out for renee (laughs) it's crazy we get there and i tell her about everything i told y'all last episode and she's like she's like what if what if you text him. You were like, you you said something along the lines of, what if we had a threesome? <laughs> Mom, don't listen. <laughs> Mama, I know you're listening to this. Please, God. <laughs> listen, it was like 10 p.m. in a pool, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're about to close. And these guys, do you remember? Ah! 
<laughs> that was the same night? That was the same night? I can't even call them guys at this point. Uh-uh. They were like a couple floors above us because the pool was at the ground level. And so there were a couple floors above us and they were looking over the railing at us. And I think they, I think their pickup line was, how old are you? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I heard them, but I didn't hear them. Like I heard them, but they were so far away. I didn't think they were talking to us. So I was just like, also, ignoring them. like you. It was just so funny how you did not know how to, like... I didn't! With the situation. I was like, what is going on? Are they talking to us or are they not? Because I can't even see them because I'm not wearing my glasses! I was doing the heavy lifting for this. She was, she was. Like, how old are you? And you being... I'm not going to call you stupid, babe. I love you, babe. I love you, too. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> don't take it like this. No, I'm not taking it. And I was... being just, like, so... I guess like naive. I was confused. The just told them our age. I was before, so confused. But before you could finish, I go, "What what business of it is of yours?" And she said Shakespeare. Got because like I was. I guess they've never heard anyone talk. <laughs> Listen, I had no clue what's happening because I could not see them at that point. I was not wearing my glasses or contacts in the pool, because why would you be wearing either of those things in a pool? I guess you could wear your contacts. We didn't have contacts at that time. Anywho, um, I say, what business of it is of yours? And they weren't stunned for a moment. And then they said, I was just trying to make sure I'm not picking up any, like, young girls. No! Like, they said, they said, no, they said, I'm not trying, I'm trying to make sure we, I, we don't date. Uh, I mean, I talk said, to. I said, who? She's, no, no, no. They corrected themselves and were like, uh! Um, talk to any 13-year-olds, and neither of us were 13. I, oh, my God. What? In what world did you think you are going to start dating some girl that you holla at from three stories of <laughs> It was so funny. Midnight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they keep talking to us, and, like, being the... <laughs> The the rational one there. I had a conversation <laughs> by just flipping them off. I remember that. The entire time I had no clue what was happening, to be honest. I barely remember that. All I remember is them being annoying and me being like, bitch, I can't fucking see. <laughs> I'm trying to look like a... I guess it works. I guess it works if you look like sirens because I'm a big siren gal. I love a siren. Ditto. But yeah, I end the converse the conversation if you can call If you that, could call it that them off. And they just like giggle to themselves and legit run away. They ran to their lives. And I'm like, you first of all, either you've never been rejected by someone or you've never hollered at somebody. Yep. No. It, that was crazy. It was There's crazy. Nothing between their legs. I swear. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, because every time I see people run, whether it's in a show or in real life, the only thing that comes yeah. to my head is that one scene from Maze Runner where O'Brien, gosh, played. He starts running, trying to get away, and they go, "We have a runner," and that's all I think of. <laughs> So every time people run, I'm lost in my head the entire time. We have a runner! I can't. Anywho. so good. Anyways. 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 I was like, <laughs> let's just have fun with Flint. Because I, I just wanted to see what kind of guy he was, how he would react to 
girls making these kind of propositions. And so I was just trying to be funny. And so I was like, let's take a cute little selfie in the pool at midnight, all alone. We look we cute. Be in bed. We look cute. Listen, I still have we that picture. Cute, okay. I still have that picture. We looked fine. <laughs> it was his loss. Anyways, I told her because, listen, and you're, you're, you can be a little shy sometimes. Uh, so I really have to push you off the cliff. Well, listen, here's the thing. I'm so glad I didn't take half your advice because half your advice was be sexy and suggestive. And I was like, no. That's because I have parental issues. Help. That's because you have a good relationship with your dad. I okay, listen, me and Jeffrey, we go way back. <laughs> the womb. The <laughs> exactly. No, but listen, your your things were like, oh my god, you have to be so sexy. And I was like, no! And thank God I didn't. Because that would have been a whole lot of embarrassing. Oh my god, this is every like coming of age story ever like, uh dear god it's me margaret <laughs> it's giving jennifer's body realness ah she said she said she said i'm gonna eat your soul and shit it out oh my god megan can ruin my life she can eat my soul Me uh, megan and amanda Seyfried say less <laughs> anyways I was like, let's take a cute selfie, which, by the way, I'm so happy you still have that. I do. But let's take a cute selfie and just title it three some question marks. Listen, I posted it on my story. I didn't send it to him. You did? No, I posted it on my story because we wanted him to respond to it. And he didn't, but my friend, my friend yeah. Chrissy did. My friend Chrissy, shout out to you, babe. I love you. She responded with me. I was like, yep. Thanks, babe. Love you. No, but that's the thing. I told you the other night how I every time you try to get a guy's attention on Snap, there will be some down bitch, some girl that you will ride for till the end that responds and the guy won't. Exactly. Exactly. Like, your your girlfriends will be like, yes, fire, kill, period, goddess. Exactly. And he'll be like, he won't even respond. He won't respond. He won't respond. I'm. We're both speaking from personal experience with and Flynn. This is why we like girls. Exactly. <laughs> this is why, if y'all couldn't tell by now, we are not straight. Oh. I'm questioning. And I'm listen. That's still queer. Yeah, I'm the Q, babe. She is. She is. I'm the B. Anyways. After that. We're kind of texting and snapping him, and our stupid little selves are like, okay, we talked about this last episode. I think we did briefly mention we it. We did briefly if, mention if it. you're going where I think you're going. Yeah, with the whole you being like, watch him send a shirtless picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he did. I'm never not wrong, I swear on my life. He did. He did. And we we would text for about an hour every night, and it would end, oh, it, it would end with a, with a, he, it started off with me saying like, "Hey, hubby, good night, hubby," because we're married. It's a whole thing. I have fifty-four spouses. Don't ask. <laughs> he's someone I'm married to, so I would text him, "Hey, hubby." He would respond, "Hey, wifey," and I was like, "Yes, okay." He's giving. He's reciprocating the energy. This is good. <laughs> so, good but then we would start saying, "Oh, good night, cringy nicknames like good night, honey bunches of oats." Oh my god, I do, I do use that sometimes. Good night, sugar bear, nasty stuff like that. But I would start saying like. 
ugly, nasty stuff like, good night, honey, sweetie, darling. And his response would be, good night, angel. And I'd be like, whoa! Let's not get too feisty. That's a little homo. <laughs> you know the joke's good when she has an asthma. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. But, yeah. So, it was that. And, like, we would also send each other snaps a lot. And we were, I feel like we were both, I feel like we were both kind of interested in each other in a way. I was just way more than him. <laughs> we'll get to that. Every guy and every shitty. Real. She said Noah Flynn. Noah Flynn. She said Conrad. Oh, not Conrad Fisher. Not yeah, Aaron. So. Not Aaron Samuels. Is that his name for Mean Girls? Aaron Samuels? Not Aaron. He was I in my. I think Aaron was emotionally available. He was a himbo. He was. He was in my dream last night. <laughs> <laughs> so, MK's like, why don't you introduce me to him and why don't you give me his snap? And I was like, okay, I don't care. So. I texted him and was like, yo, you go with me, my friend. He was like, I don't care. And I was like, okay. So I gave her his snap. And didn't he take like a whole day to accept it? Yeah, he did. Ew. <laughs> Ew. No, until he, why you guys were talking, you asked him to accept my friend request or whatever. I had to. I had to ask. Lord. And let me just say, I was in the wrong here because once again, I have parental issues. Oh, Lord. If the whole, me being the biggest fan of Christian Bell did not tell you that I have daddy issues, girl. Anyways, yeah, I was on something. I definitely made him, him uncomfortable. But at the same time, I have no regrets. <laughs> it was It was wild, man. But that's just the kind of person I am, especially if I'm talking to someone new and I'm nervous, I will definitely come on really strong, even if I'm not into the person. Speaking of which, I think we're at the point where I can say, I I don't think I could say I find him attractive then or now. He was hot I, then. He's not hot now. He buzzed his hair. Yeah. Okay, we're not talking about that. It was a lot. But, yeah, I don't know. I was just... I was just wild, like she was wild then. By Miley Cyrus. I was about to say, man, say I used to be young. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely made him feel uncomfortable. Then I was like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm probably just overcompensating for my bad social skills. And he was like, but it's all good. And so the next day we started over, and it, he was really forgiving about it, which is that's one I'm thing I like about, about him. Yeah. Is that he's so, like, he's so laid back, which can be a bad thing, but he's also so laid back that it's like, oh, you can make him so uncomfortable, but if you, like, apologize and are like, my bad, he's like, oh, no, you're good. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Which I do think but is a good quality. He'll go and say, you know what? I'm not getting into this. I'll get really loud and really angry, and I don't want to hurt your ears. Oh, well, girl. We'll get to it when we get to it. We'll get to it when we get to it. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I was like, listen, girl, because I secretly knew what Ansley was after, okay? I what was I after? Here. Listen, I knew where this was going. if y'all want to imagine her face, imagine the I eye said, emoji. Tell him that, that your friend wants to see what he looks like. Okay? Bitch. 
I knew. I'm never not wrong. And so <laughs> I was like, watch him. Watch him send a shirtless pic without you asking. And about like maybe 30 seconds later. No, it was way longer than that. It was like 15 minutes. Oh, no. He had to get his poses in. Okay. He did. He, he did. He had to he had to get the perfect angle where his phone covered his face, but you could also see his abs and the glistening <gasps> bathroom lights. <laughs> he had to freaking oil his abs. <laughs> oh no. Every girl listening to this knows they do. They do. Honestly, I feel like every man knows. <laughs> every man knows. Prop that ass up on that counter, babe. Babe, please. We uh, we're kind of like so we're both snapping him. And he's okay. I'm gonna say this with all the love in the world. He uh he probably showed a lot more interest in me than you at first. At first. Mm-hmm. As in he would respond to me faster and all that. Because mm-hmm. he would leave you on red for a couple of days and respond to me pretty quick. Listen, I was built to be the other woman. It's fine. Listen. Okay. I made my peace. The roles low-key reversed. So, we're snapping, we're texting, and he's talking to me about his favorite little animes. And he would tell me about the shows that he liked. And he, uh, I would talk to him about like music and all that. And we were we were friends, I'll say. I'll say we were friends. One time, like, it was our last day, and I would always snap him pool pics. I'm gonna be real. And they would be, like, the pics where, like, you situate your arms so your tits are kind of pushed up. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And he responded with the snap of him. Because we had also gone swimming, as I said in the past, together. And he would also respond with, uh, you, re- you must really love swimming don't you? And I'd be like, yeah, uh, it's so fun, but it's more fun when, you, when you're when you doing it with your friends. And he'd be like, yeah. So, where are you staying right now? He literally said, where in Florida are you staying right now? <laughs> and I was like, in Destin. I'm staying at my friend's condo. And he was like, cool. Have fun. And you know, he might have pulled up. You know that if he lived close, he would have pulled up. No, but the gag is, <laughs> the guy is, is like, I told him I was having a sleepover with one of my friends, and he said something like, wish I could be there, or something ah! like, like, babe, it's giving Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo. Do you get Deja Vu when she's like, yeah, for real. And he doesn't listen. He listens to fucking the real Slim Shady Eminem, which no offense, because I love Eminem. But my gosh. Anywho, so the entire trip, I feel like I'm giving myself delusional feelings. And would you say that you had caught feelings at all? Me? Yes. Half and half. Half and half. Sometimes I would think, you know, maybe he's not the worst. And then sometimes they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? He is. True. So, like, half of me would be like, am I just using him as a distraction from my own personal awful life? Or am I actually interested? Yo, I forgot to mention, I forgot to mention. This entire time, last part and this part, I had a boyfriend. Mm, yeah. I'm not going to say his name. We're going to call him Aiden. Fucking Mormon boy. Oh, shit, man. I always refer to him as Mormon boy. Yeah. Um, 
it's not it's not good but so i had a boyfriend this whole freaking time ah another memory so we went on a on our last night we went on a walk on the beach tell me why i was i was gonna take like a snap because i was looking good i was taking a snap for zach but like it was so dark so mk got her phone she got her flashlight <laughs> she said <laughs> she said hold on babe i got this it was so real. It was so real of you. <laughs> like, at this point, our uteruses are holding hands, babe. Listen, this might be TMI, but our periods are synced up right now, and we don't live in the same area. <laughs> oh. That's feminism. That's womanhood. That's sisterhood. You can't tell me it isn't. Exactly. Hold up. Hold we. Up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Absolutely. Stevie Nicks getting in here. Anyways, so yeah, the end of the trip comes along. The the quote unquote drama of that trip is that I had a boyfriend and we both were talking to the same guy who yeah. was really toxic. Um, and I'm talking to a guy, which we do. <gasps> she also kind of had a boyfriend. I forgot. He called me his girlfriend. I said, babe, I'm not going to call you my boyfriend, but you can call me your girlfriend all night long. Oh, please. We're going to yeah, talk. We got to talk about him one day. He started talking to Zach out of spite. <laughs> no! I remember. I remember. And then you told him. And then you told him. Yeah, I'm talking to my friend's, um, one of my friend's friend right now. And he's kind of hot. I remember. And he got so. 100%. No. That was hilarious. Talking, which we're not anymore, thank the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Talking, my whole shit was making him jealous. And honestly, oh my god. I don't apologize for anything. No, I remember he made you jealous at one point, and then it was like, oh, how the church have tables. Because I remember you being somewhat upset, and I was like, oh, girl. How the turns have taken. It's karma. It's giving Nate and Maddie, okay? Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. He really is. He really is. All right. I think that's our boy shit. How are you feeling? Yeah, and I think in upcoming episodes, I'll talk about my tea with Lynn. Yes, of course. As it progresses, it'll be less me talking and more her talking. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was our boy shit. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back after this short break. Back to the Midnight Spill podcast. And welcome to a new segment we like to call Don't Clip That. This segment is where we talk about some controversies and our sides on it. Just kind of some hot takes, if you will. And just yeah. um, also some current drama, but we're not talking about none of that today. Since this is our Christmas episode, this is Christmas hot take. Christmas controversies. So, our first one. Should we tell kids if Santa is real? Mm-hmm. I personally think it all depends on the parents and their personal beliefs. For me, if I were to have kids, which Santa on kids is I don't like them, so I don't want them, but... If I were to ever have kids, I think I would tell them just because it'd be so fun for the child. But I do I do see when people are like, well, I don't want to tell them because I don't want to break their hearts. Or I don't want to tell them because 
I don't want the Santa to take away the real meaning of Christmas, which is Jesus' birthday. And it's just kind of like, I mean, okay, like, I see your point, and it's valid. Yeah. But also, not for me. Mm-hmm. How I feel on the stance is a little 50-50. I'm a little, I'm crossed because... On one hand, I do feel like if you tell your kids Santa is real, then that's wonderful. Love that. But also, you do realize that eventually they will um, figure things out. And that can be a little disappointing for them. But on the other hand, I feel like if you raise your kids not with Santa, then they'll still equally enjoy Christmas as much. You know, some people say, oh, ever since I figured out Santa wasn't real, I haven't enjoyed Christmas, you know? But personally, I have known Santa is not real for a while, and the magic of Christmas is still there for me. I agree. Like, it just depends on how you want to go about things. It's all about the parent and the household. But for me, either or is fine because I, as well as my siblings, was raised with Santa. But once we, you know, stopped, you know, Santa traditions, the fun and the magic is still there because we still make cookies every Christmas Eve for Santa. And it's still fun. And we still open our presents on Christmas morning, and it's still fun, okay? Just because you know that the presents are from your loving family who are considerate and, you know, they saw that and they thought of you or, you know, they know you really wanted this, so they got it for you, it's Mm. just as beautiful. I agree. I agree. It's just as beautiful. My only complaint on parents not telling their kids about Santa is the fact that when I grew up, I was really, really close with a household whose parents were not told them that Santa was not real. So when I was a child, I would be like, oh, I'm so excited for Christmas break because Santa. And my friend would be like, you know, he's not real, right? And I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, yeah, my mom said he's not real. And I'd be like, what? And then I would talk. And I was like four. And I would go home to Karain, who's my mom, and be like, Karain, mom. Wilson, that he's not real. And Corinne would be like, well, that's just because Miss Jamie does not let Santa come to their house, so he does not think Santa is real, and that's okay. And I'd be like, okay. But that, that was that was real heartbreaking for me. Corinne fixed it, but though. The, but the gag is, I just think Santa's so funny, the idea of Santa is so funny, because it's just such a suspension of belief. And I love that for kids. I love children's minds because it's so unmolded by society because you're not born thinking like for example you're not born thinking this is right or this is wrong you're taught it right Mm -hmm. you're taught if you know you're taught if something societally societally i don't know (laughs) if something by society is not acceptable that you're not born thinking you can't dress like that you're not born thinking you can't act like that it's taught to you and so children with their unmolded minds i think it's so pure and innocent and beautiful because their suspension of belief is just so heartwarming because once you're older you miss it so much you miss being able to live in a world untouched by the cruel reality you know 
That's true. Should you say happy holidays or merry Christmas? This is our next hot take. Ugh. Uh, I can hear the camera, Karens. Yeah, I can too. I can hear They're them screaming. Karane is in the other room fuming. It's crazy. So, I personally believe, again, either or, doesn't not matter. No one should have the right to attack you for saying Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Like, if I walk up to someone on the street who or I... Exactly. Like, if I'm walking on the street, someone's... I see someone... You know how, like, when you walk past someone on the street, it's good to say, hey, how are you? Something like that, but, like, don't actually talk to them. It's just yeah. like, oh, hey. Um... Like, I'll walk past someone and be like, oh, Merry Christmas. And there's no way that someone's actually going to turn around and be like, um, actually, I'm Jewish. And you have to say Happy Holidays because we celebrate Hanukkah and not Christmas. Y'all, let's calm down. That's a little crazy. No one has done that to me, thank God. No one should do that. It's, yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't think people should be mad. If you say happy holidays I agree. and some um, Christian Karen comes up to you and say, listen, I don't care about all this woke stuff, but it's Merry Christmas. I'm yeah. like, babe, not everyone on earth is Christian, yep. and I'm really sorry you have to hear that. Yep. Like, listen, it's again, for families who does not do not celebrate Christmas, they can still say Merry Christmas. And... I'm not saying that to attack families who don't celebrate Christmas because I know people who don't that still tell me Merry Christmas. Like, honestly, Christmas is about the birth of Jesus to Christians, but to other people, it can literally just be about being able to spend time with your family. Yeah. I I think with all holidays, no matter if they're religiously motivated or not, like Easter or Christmas or anything like that, I think... It should be, at the end of the day, if you do not identify with that religion, you should still be able to celebrate it because it might mean something different for you. For example, Christmas should just be about giving, spending time with your family, and being grateful to be able to spend time with your family and give to them. Exactly. Exactly. At the end of the day... Christmas is about family more than anything. And, like, for me, because I'm a Christian, JC, Jesus, is a part of my family. So he's a part of it. But for people who don't believe in him, oh, well. Yeah. Like, we love JC in this house, but even if you don't, that's you okay. enjoy the holidays. That's okay. That's totally fine. Um. All right. Third and finally. Mm-hmm. Christmas being too commercialized. And this can kind of go with all holidays in general, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, it, we're just living a world where money is the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to that, in a sense, you know, unmolded grain. Yeah. Money is the bottom line. Commercializing everything is the bottom line. As Lana and said, money is the reason is. But if we you exist. enjoy it, like, for... for um, Halloween, if you enjoy buying candy for trick-or-treaters and handing it out to them, you do that thing. Yeah, exactly. Valentine's Day, if you enjoy getting roses and chocolates for your significant other, you do that thing. Exactly. Also, you don't have to do that. Material items are not the only way to express affection. Exactly. Exactly. 
like, m most years for Valentine's Day, I've done this thing called Galentine's, and it's mm -hmm. basically where I just go to, like, a friend's house, and we just chill, and we have fun, and we hang out. Right. And that's it, and that's our way of showing love and appreciation for each other. Even though, like, we none of us physically gave each other a gift and said, I love you. Or so no one physically, like, wrapped each other in a hug and said, I love you so much. We just hung out and spent the day together. And that was a way yeah. of saying, I love you. And quality you time is a love language. What I'm trying to say is you can express your, you know, your caring for someone without getting them something. And I know it's kind of counteractive because Christmas is all about giving gifts. What's on your Christmas list? What are you asking Santa for Christmas? That's the whole thing about it. But if you can't afford to get all of your loved ones Christmas gifts or anything like that, there's there's always a way to express your affection. Exactly. There are so many love languages, not just gift giving. There's words of affirmation slash compliments there's physical touch there's quality time like there's so many and all it takes is just like a simple hey i love you and you could that could in itself be a gift to someone mm -hmm. so yeah those are our christmas controversies yeah our our christmas hot takes. Takes. um i think this was a good episode i agree i agree i think this was this was pretty good and, you know, for all those who thought uh, the first episode was long and all over the place, we're definitely going to try to edit more. We're going to... And even then, we've filmed so much less today. Mm -hmm. Like, last last episode, it took, like, the like about three to four hours to film. It's taken us about an hour and a uh, almost two hours. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like another reason why the first episode was so long was because we had to introduce ourselves. We had to, you know, introduce the segments, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, you can expect the upcoming episodes to be a little more shorter, a little more contained. Yeah. But definitely give us feedback. Thank you for joining us with the Christmas edition of the Midnight Spill podcast. We're excited to see you next I'm Amelia Berry, joined by Ansley Qualio. Thank, Thank you, you for, for meeting, meeting us at midnight. midnight.